Welcome to the Colonel in Your Corner podcast, hosted by Carl Truman. Carl is a retired U.S. Army colonel and award-winning personal injury attorney with over 30 years fighting for the people. On the show, Carl speaks with public servants who share with you their service journey. The guests talk about stories of leadership and helping others. And now, here's your host, Carl Truman. Welcome to the podcast. Um, my guest today is Kevin Bateman, who we've been reminiscing about uh, the uh, Charlie 151 serving in the Indiana National Guard uh, maybe a couple years ago, I think when my hair wasn't gray and a young lieutenant. Well, Kevin, thank you very much for being on my podcast today. And uh, appreciate it. So um, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started doing well, your position is a, a veteran service officer for Washington County, Indiana, right? Correct. And so it's my understanding that each county in Indiana has a, a veteran service officer. And so tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in this. Well, I originally joined the Army back in the early 70s. And then getting out of the Army, I went into the Indiana National Guards and spent a number of years, up until uh, 2011, spending the Indiana National Guards. Yeah, we were back, we were around back in the days when you still had to spit shine boots. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, in 2003, I was uh, promoted to sergeant major and also mobilized to Camp Atterbury as a training plans training and operations sergeant major. And I've done that for about eight years with a year in Iraq with a 152 CAV out of New Albany. And uh, I retired as a sergeant major in 2011. And a year and a half later, one of the sergeants I served with in the Indiana National Guards came to me and said they was having a problem with their county uh, veterans service organization. And he thought I might be a fit to help correct some problems and I told him that I missed my soldiers and that the veterans were soldiers and I would like to help them out and the county commissioners thought it was a good idea and they appointed me the county veteran service officer for here in Washington County and it's been a go ever since I took care of my soldiers when I was a sergeant and I take care of my veterans since I'm out of the service. And they're my job, whatever they want to do or need to do or need help with, I try to help them uh, with his filing claims for compensation, pension, property tax, whatever they're needing. If they're needing help with their their bills, getting their bills straightened out, we try to do that. Uh, If the veteran's deceased, then we take care of the family as best we can. We're just here to help the veterans and their families. I understand some counties, uh, this is a part-time position. Some, is this a full-time position for you? It is up until the end of this month. 
I have done went to the commissioners. I, I'm 70 years old. I'd like to do some other things. So I talked to the commissioners. I have an assistant service officer who is also a 37-year retiree from National Guards. He and I served together at the new, our 7th unit. Uh, but anyhow, we, he's been working part-time for me. And I went to the commissioners recently and asked them that I drop out as full-time and, and go part-time. Therefore, I would take the first three days of the week and the, my assistant would come in and we would he would work three days. So we two days by ourselves and then one day where we communicate and take care of as many people as we can. Um, I, th- I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no, great. That Yes. That part-time starts at the end of this month. Okay. So when the veteran needs to assistance, do they, uh, can they walk in or make an appointment? What's the best way to, to come and see you? The best way is, is to, if they need help, come in and see me. If I can't get to them right then, I'll schedule an appointment. I'll tell them what all I need for the first, you know, the initial appointment. But if I'm not doing anything, I'm going to help them right there if I can. But the best thing is to make an appointment with us. What is the most common uh, situation that you need that they ask for help with? Is it uh, for uh, disability compensation or what's the most common? Disability is the most common. If a veteran's having problems, uh, if they're just seeking help with their problems, make sure they're getting the health care system and then work on compensation claims. If they're having trouble with their finances, I interview them, talk to them, and try to help them with uh, getting a, a needs-based pension or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, a needs-based pension. What can a veteran do to, I mean, help the process before they come and see you? What, what do they need to, need to do to get ready? Have their DD-214 there and their medical records that they've been seeing somebody outside the VA health care system. I need to have their medical records for whatever they're going to claim. And what's the what's the process to get started? What do you have to do to get started with a claim? File an intent to file. Have that DD-214 and file an intent to file to lock in that date. That gives them one year to, to get their medical records finalized and then to me so we can get them to the VA to start the, the initial investigation and the, the appointments for the claims. So do you uh, like to have, before you actually file the claim, do you like to have everything ready to go, like lock and load, so to speak, to launch it? Or do you file and then send records or let the VA get records? I would love to have everything I need right there on the first interview, but not always practical. And they want to get in and talk to me, and I can start the process with an intent to file. And like I say, they've got a year to complete that. And we keep suspense file back here. And every two or three weeks, we call each veteran that we're working a claim on and remind them to get that information in as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So that works pretty good for us. Yeah, that uh, seems to be a common problem about uh, sometimes veterans don't always follow up when they need to get records or provide something. Right. So that's a good good reminder system. Uh, what are a lot of the typical uh, types of claims that you see or types of, of uh, 
injuries or illnesses? Is it is there a common theme or most common ones? Hearing loss is the most common. <laughs> Hearing loss and tendonitis. And when I interview them and everything, if I find out they were in Vietnam, then I always start asking questions associated with their exposure to Agent Orange. Are they suffering from something? Uh, the key thing there is having a diagnosis for their problems. What is the ge- geographical base that you talk to? Right, Because I know you're in Washington County, Indiana. Uh, do you get uh, veterans from different places or just your county? No, we're, we're getting from uh, surrounding counties. We're getting veterans from every county around us that's mortared around in Washington. And, you know, that's not – that may be because of – personal problem with somebody in that county. They may have heard about us to helping somebody out. They want to try us, see if we can help them get what they had tried with somebody else. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they need help, we're going to try to help them. Mm-hmm. Well, that, well, that's great. Uh, do you have any other uh, resources you can refer people to? Like if they need different help about, you know, whether it's medical or you mentioned financial organizations to be able to refer them to? Well, it depends on what they want, you know. If it's within the VA, I'm going to help them through the VA. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're having mental issues, I try to refer them to a psychiatrist in the VA healthcare system or something. But I don't understand. You know, like I've sent um, referred people to organizations like USA Cares that, you know, veterans that have trouble paying their rent this month or something like that. Uh, different other service organizations that, you know, try to help veterans. Well, yeah, I, I mean, we have, here in Washington County, we have the DAV, the American Legion, and VFW. Mm. But those organizations, they, they want to help the vet, but they prioritize them to their members. Right. Possible right. first. Right. And that I don't deal with anybody else. Okay. Just wonder if there are, you know, what other resources there that there might be. Um one of the things that's questions I think that may come up is, you know, a veteran might think, well, um, I didn't serve in combat, so I don't know that I'm eligible. That comes up, and I find a lot of them feel that. They weren't in combat, so why should, why should they get anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I try to explain to them that, that they served. It may not have been during a time of crisis, but they served. I mean, it, couldn't have happened when they were in. They were just one of the lucky ones. And there's other other things. They could have broken an arm or a leg while on active duty. They could have got some kind of disease. And they're entitled to compensation. They're still having problems from those. That's what we, we interview our people and we ask a lot of questions. Well, like if they're on leave, if they're uh, out on, on leave or on vacation, but they're on active duty or they're getting into still, a car. We still do the same thing. We try to get them something. So as long as there's a nexus with their in-service time, then we can probably help them out. So it doesn't have to be something actually performing a military duty as long as you're on active duty. Right. I think that's a common misunderstanding that people have is, uh, you know, it wasn't on a military training exercise. They might have been in a car wreck on the weekend. Right. Right. I just had a guy that went through a windshield in a wreck. Oh my! Uh, what did it take? Sixty-four. Wow! He was on a motorcycle in '64 and went through a windshield. Oh my! He didn't think he's entitled to anything. We're gonna work on that. Well, that's one of the reasons I want to do this podcast to get that kind of information out there for veterans, so 
so they understand that, um, you know, what benefits they're entitled to and, and some of the myths. Uh, what do you think are some of the other myths or misunderstandings that uh, you hear a lot from veterans about getting benefits? I don't know. I, I just kind of what Brandon did there. One of the things I've noticed is older veterans, Vietnam veterans, Korean veterans, now those guys are really old now. But We're catching up with them. Yeah, but those guys feel they've done their duty, and they're at they're done. You know, they don't feel like they need to do any of that. But mm-hmm. you know, I try to explain to them, yeah, you really need to do that. You may have done your duty, but now you're suffering from that duty. So. I've actually heard some veterans uh, comment make comments like, "Well, there's other people who need it worse than I do, so I'm not going to." Exactly, that, I hear that too. <laughs> We all serve, and the government's trying to take care of us still, but we got to file for it. So just because, uh, you know, someone else may be worse off, it doesn't mean you're taking anything away from them. Right. You're taking, taking nothing away from them. That They earned that stuff they're getting, and you earned yours too. Well, where is your office in case someone needs to come and see you for uh, to get information? I am located in the basement of the Washington County Courthouse on the city square. What's the address, your address for someone to find you? Address is Courthouse 99, Public Square, Suite 2, Salem, Indiana. And do you have an office phone number for someone to reach you? Sure. 812-883-2063. And what are your normal office hours? We're open from 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock, Monday through Friday. Well, uh, yeah, and hopefully we can get the word out to uh, veterans in Washington County and surrounding areas that you're there to help them, and they can they can help you, and, and uh, it's uh, free of charge. You don't charge right. anything. We're paid to help them out. It's, they're not a problem for us. They are work. Your salary comes from the county, right? Yes, that's a tremendous benefit, and it's great to hear about all of the different types of services, a lot more different things that, that I was even aware of that uh, you can help with. So I uh, hope we can help get the word out to, to help uh, veterans and uh, for anybody to come see you that might need more help. Well, we also transport our Washington County veterans to their VA appointments if they need help. Oh, that's a great. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. That's a great yeah. benefit. How can they uh, arrange that? They need the help with that. Uh, call myself or Rick at our office phone number. Tell us in advance when their appointment is. We'd like to have a couple of days advance notice. And tell us when their appointment is, where it's at. And we'll try our best to get them to their VA appointment. Does that include if they have to be a hospital on Zorn? Yes. That's our area. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah, because that could be a big uh, hindrance for a lot of people getting to proper medical care down there. Right, right. We make daily runs down there. Well, that's great to know. I will definitely try to pass that on. Well, anything else you'd like to share for uh, the veterans out there? Uh, the, We're here for them. Well, I appreciate that. Whatever they need help with, we'll try our best to help them. And if you can't help them, then I'm sure you'll steer them in the right direction where they we'll need to We'll find somebody that can help them. Well, that's great. Well, uh, Kevin, thank you so much for being on my podcast today. 
and uh, sharing this uh, valuable information so we can get the word out. And we're all here for helping veterans. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Colonel in Your Corner, brought to you by Carl Truman. We hope you enjoyed listening to our guests and their valuable insight. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts.